Hi everyone, welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. We are glad that you've joined us. My name is John Renus, and with me today is Pastor Ben, Tara, Pastor Jim. And of course, we are glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. That's Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And before we read that, let's pray together. Father, thank you for the opportunity to gather uh, with a wonderful team around your word and to discuss your word together. And for the joy of sharing that with uh, our listeners today. Lord, may your word encourage, strengthen, and bless our hearts, we pray. And Holy Spirit, may you guide and direct our discussion. In Jesus' name, amen. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. So today, we want to remind you to let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And to get us going, talking about this uh, question, the question is this, is there a situation that you experienced where you struggled to be peaceful? A situation where you struggled to be peaceful. So I do not sleep well. I'm not one of those people that can just lay down and go to sleep. I feel like that is the time of day where I'm the least peaceful. My mind just runs a million miles a minute, and I flop all over the bed trying to get cozy, and I'm just not very peaceful at nighttime. I go to sleep fast, but I wake up in the middle of the night if I'm stressed about something. But I always go to sleep fast. I have a bad back, so my bad back wakes me up. Because it has some things on its mind. But uh, sleeping isn't a problem for me. But one place I have trouble being peaceful is on Facebook. Um, you know, I'm sitting there reading through things. And it, it's just hard when when you're just sitting there enjoying your space. And people make comments on what you say. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like when mm-hmm. people share their opinions. And then all of a sudden just the desire to refute and combat and go back. So sometimes it's hard for me to be peaceful on Facebook. I can remember a time in our lives, my life where I I was not, I had no peace for like two and a half years. When our son was ill, um, we were just all in such a state of flux that we really didn't uh, know from one day to the next day what the next day would hold. And so with that worry, I didn't, I, I didn't sleep well. Like Tara's talking about not sleeping well. I didn't sleep well for two and a half years. And, uh, um, and, I, and I, I, I read this verse probably a thousand times during those two and a half years, but never quite sunk in. I remember once when uh, I was driving from Mississippi up to... I'm not sure where I'm going to guess. Probably this is the Chicago area since um, we were going through. We were just north of Memphis, Tennessee, and um, we could see clouds in the distance. We pulled off at a rest stop, and everybody at this rest stop, and this is the smallest rest stop you can imagine. It is just like 20 feet by 20 feet, Uh, men and women's, both sides. (laughs) It's basically a bathroom for men and a bathroom for women. And everybody's standing outside at this little rest stop looking. And so I look over, and there's a tornado in the distance. And they're all watching it. And a trucker's standing there, and he goes, well, you know what they say. 
said, if the tornado doesn't look like it's moving, that means it's not going left, it's not going right, it's coming right at you. And so we all, we all looked, and we're like, it's not moving. And everybody's like, what are we going to do? And they're like, this rest stop's not big enough to protect any of us. And so I, at that moment, I had no peace. I jumped in the car, and I'm kind of like a drive-the-speed-limit kind of guy. And I was 85, 90 miles an hour down the interstate getting out of there. And I told my wife, I'm like, all right, you hit scan for channels. Find a weather channel. Tells us what's going on. And uh, we actually did find one. And come find out a tornado was just standing in the middle of a farm field just whirling. And uh, it wasn't moving at all. It caused no damage, but that's what was going on. But I was, uh, at that moment, I was lacking peace. So um, today we have a passage about peace. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. How can we do that? How can we let Christ's peace rule in our hearts? I think the two words I think of when I read that first phrase is intentionality. We have to be intentional about allowing the peace of uh, Christ to rule in our hearts. And we need to be permissive. We need to permit the peace of Christ ruling in our hearts. Because we can certainly prevent the peace of Christ from ruling in our hearts by continuing to rely on anything else but Christ. I find it funny that you had two words, because I also had two words that I was thinking of beforehand, and they were ask and allow. Uh, I think we need to ask Christ to to bring us peace, and then I think we also need to be allowing of that. It can be easy to, for me anyway, to overthink every little step and worry about every little step, but to just give it over to God and allow him to bring us peace. Yeah, I think the thing to realize is that if you do nothing, nothing will happen. <laughs> um, you know, it, I think of Philippians chapter 4. Um, you know, if we're supposed to let the peace of Christ reign in our hearts, how do we get the peace of God? And Philippians chapter 4 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests before God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And so I think we're supposed to let that peace reign in our hearts and guard us and those type of things. But I think to get there sometimes we have to, we kind of have to identify the fact that, hey, we're worrying or, hey, something's going on. And we've got to figure out how to give that over to God. Um, and I think sometimes that's a tricky thing to do. Like I, when I think about me and Facebook, like it's easy for me to think that I have to defend my opinion or my image or, or that kind of stuff. And, and that's that's kind of pride, you know. And so if, if I can kind of give that pride over to him and stop worrying about being right or, or anything like that, then I, I, that's a surrendering to him of something and giving it over to him that then I don't have to hold on to anymore. Um, but I think there needs to be that, that prayer and that supplication, that gratefulness to God for what he's done. And I think when we are able then to, to take those things, whatever it is that's keeping us up at night or, or making us angry when we can do that I think then we make room for the peace of Christ to come in um, but that's a process it doesn't just it doesn't just come there isn't like a hammer you can just right. hit yourself with the head with it's like peace I like the second part of this verse too where it says since as members of one body you were called to peace and you know if you read through the rest of the passage it talks about like uh, the body of Christ and just in different 
you know, aspects of a group of people. And it makes me think like, you know, when I don't talk about how I feel, when I try to handle all by myself or, or, you know, by myself, really, I struggle more. But when I can talk in a group of believers in a Sunday school class, a small group with, with close Christian friends, and they can remind me yeah. some sometimes things that I can't remember in times of trial, that God is there, that God's got it. Um, I think that is a big part of, of being able to have the peace of Christ. Yeah, and you see that as, as you keep reading in verse 16, let the word of God dwell in you richly, but it's as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, as you sing psalms and spiritual songs of gratitude in your hearts to God. And you see the, the, your Christian family mm-hmm. um, encouraging, admonishing, singing together, worshiping together, um, coming around and helping mm-hmm. um, to experience the peace of Christ in our hearts. And so it's not just something we conjure up on our own. Mm. Um, it's rooted, I think, um, well, it's rooted in what Christ did. If you go back to the beginning of chapter 3, verse 1, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above. And so we see it's because of Christ, the peace we have is because of his death, burial, and resurrection, but it's experienced then in the community mm-hmm. as the community encourages and strengthens each other um, and our brothers and sisters in Christ. So those last three words, and be thankful, what are we supposed to be thankful for? For peace. <laughs> for the peace or for the situation? I think we're supposed to be thankful in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm thankful for all things. I don't know if Jesus was thankful for the cross, but he endured the cross. He's thankful for it accomplished. I think it's more of a mindset than a, like an emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I'm like, yay, I'm sick today. This, this is awesome. But I think that we can be grateful for the fact that where we are, that we can be thankful that we, kind of like your sermon series we're going through right now, that even when discipline comes, we, we have the opportunity to persevere. And we know perseverance brings about good things in our lives. And in the same way with our troubles and our worries, if if we let it and we, we position ourselves right, I think we can be thankful that God's going to use those things to grow us. Like even having a cell phone go off in the middle of a podcast, <laughs> we learn now we all need to silence our phones. So Yeah, that's my fault. Oh, I wasn't going to point out anybody. That's okay. At least you owned it. <laughs> I can apologize. Yeah. You know, I actually, um, I was reading a book once and it recommended an exercise in thankfulness. And it said that um, every day, it said, sit down and write 10 things you're thankful for. And I've done that before, like in a Sunday school class. What are two things you're thankful for? And 10 is more challenging. And they said, you do 10 because you can't get there easily. It's like, you can get the five easily. You know, oh, I'm thankful for my breakfast. I'm thankful that... The car started. I'm thankful, you know, your little list. But when you do 10, and uh, so for a month I did that. And uh, just as an exercise in growing in thankfulness, um, you know, it was like 10 things every day that I'm thankful for. Um, and, and tried to be 10 things from the day before. Not just like, well, I'm thankful that I got to go to, you know, a concert 15 years ago. Or mm-hmm. that, you know, it was... Ten things in the day. I think I'm thinking though this is taught referring to being thankful even when the car doesn't start. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even when the kids have drunk up all the milk and there is no milk for the cereal. Mm -hmm. You know, those kind of things. We need to be thankful even in those situations. Yeah. And uh, recognizing that, you know, we live in a great country where milk is right down the street. You don't go out and chase down a cow. You can, you can stop at Meyer and pick up milk. And you can call a mechanic that can come and tow your car and fix it. And we have the ability to do that. You know, so I think that, yeah, for and in are two different things. We don't need to be thankful necessarily for the fact the car didn't broke, isn't starting. But we can be thankful that in, even in that, that, that God has provided things for us that uh, can, uh, in, a in a sense, circumvent that problem to, uh, that we can, still, we can still survive quite nicely even like, when the car doesn't start. I like that distinction, you know, thankful for and thankful in. That's cool. Well, today, as we've seen in this passage, God wants you to let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And we pray that his peace does rule in your heart. So thanks for listening. God bless.